When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, here we go, it's the Copyright Podcast. What's happening everyone, welcome back to another Copyright Podcast and another Opposition Overview. I'm Mick Moran, I'm pleased to be joined by Kendall Rowan, she's a big Newcastle fan from the Football Terrace to discuss uh, tomorrow's game at St James's Park. How are you doing Kendall? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, how's things uh, up in Newcastle then? Yeah, they're all right. It's very snowy today. Um, I think half the country's had snow, especially the north and Scotland. So, yeah, it's been all right. Just been a winter wonderland. Just a little bit of a Christmas spirit trying to push that out there. But, yeah, (laughs) everything's all right up here. Good stuff. Yeah, we've had a bit of snow here. Well, it's a bit more like slush than snow, really. Yeah, yeah. same. (laughs) And that is the worst as well. Slush is like the worst. I'd much rather just be pure snow. Yeah, I've nearly went on my arse a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's just jump straight in. Obviously, um, Newcastle tomorrow. Um, just talk about your season so far. Fourteenth uh, place on eighteen points, but you've got a game in hand, or well, two games in hand on pretty much all the teams around you. What have you made of the um, the job Steve Bruce has done? Obviously, he only came in last July, didn't he? So he's not been there too long. But what have you made of the job so far? Um. You know what? On paper, it looks like he's done an all right job. If you you know you want to go off the fact that um, we're relatively you know your your club the last ten years, um, two yeah. relegations, and um, we haven't really got into the top half of the table, apart from fifth with Alan Pardew when we came tenth with Rafa in our um, first season back after promotion. So on paper, you know, fourteenth at this point doesn't look too bad. I think that's probably the lowest we've actually been. Um, we've been pretty much around twelfth. 13th um so on paper doesn't look too bad but when you actually sit and watch the football and watch how we play and you know we're grinding out results against teams that have been newly promoted when we've invested like 100 million near near enough 100 million pounds in the squad yeah um it's just not good enough and right now with these fixtures coming up obviously we just got beat off man city we've got you guys tomorrow we've got leicester after that Um, yeah it's it's looking tough and at this point with the league being so close and it being so tight obviously that's going to leave us in a position well if it's going to go the way I think it's going to go um it's going to leave us leave us in an even harder position to get out of because there are teams now like Fulham for example who are you know they're kicking on a little bit in the second half of the season so um well, I know we haven't reached that point yet, but yeah, they're, they're looking as if they're going to kick on now. So um, I think probably the majority of the fans now, uh, I would say 90% of us are probably wanting a change, um, just to want to come in, you know, play better football. Like, that's all we want. We're not bothered. Mm. We're not, we don't care. We don't want Champions League. We don't want Europa League. Like, we don't expect that. We just want decent football to watch in a team who actually tries to go out and get results rather than just sitting back and playing yeah. like we well we among the fan base and I think it's getting wider now we know it as Bruce Ball um you know just that defensive sitting back football <laughs> defending like, yeah. <laughs> yeah defending a one nil loss sometimes you know yeah. like a one nil defeat to Steve Bruce sometimes is good and you can see us sitting back straight away it's mental really but 
Um, yeah, I just want us to play, play better, just try, just attack the players that we do have. Um, we've got enough ability in there, we've got enough technicality in there to do that, but we just Definitely. don't seem to do it. Yeah, I think that's why like, I see a lot of parallels between Liverpool fans and Newcastle fans. Obviously, we've had a lot of success lately, but... Like us as Liverpool fans, we don't, we wouldn't want a Mourinho type manager to come in and just yeah. sit ten men behind the ball. We want good footy, and I think that's obviously something similar with Newcastle fans. But yeah, it's nice to get that insight because I, I thought like obviously he's still he's still new there, but I think when like you said, the type of footy he plays, it doesn't it doesn't suit the type of footy Newcastle fans want to see. And like you said, yeah. just looking at some of the signings he's made: uh, Joe Linton, uh, Saint Maximum, Callum Wilson, and Jamal Lewis. Like I'd say. The last three of those are pretty good. Joel and maybe not so much, but what have you made of his signings in general? The signings in general have been okay. I just think under the coaching and under the system of football that we played, they're, they're just not getting the full potential out of it. Every single person knows. I mean, I know like Man United fans, for example, Chelsea fans who wanted St. Maximin, who would still have St. Maximin at this point, um, which is like something that we don't usually have. We don't usually have a desirable player like that very often. Um sort of get him and for him to regress as badly as it has gone. Um, obviously, I know he's got coronavirus at the moment. He's apparently been yeah. dealing with long COVID, which that's completely fair enough. But a couple of games before that, he was a ghost. He was just non-existent. And yeah. a player like that, who is so good at driving forward, who's got so much ability on the wing um, to, you know, put them creative balls in, it's just not going to work in the system in, in this style of football that we play. Well, if you would even call it a style, I don't think it really is, but um, it's just very park the bus, sit back. <laughs> Um, there's players yeah he's just completely he's just not in the right system at all Callum Wilson's been unreal for us we haven't had a number like yeah. I, I, I say a number nine I know Joe Linton's a number nine but obviously that's really not his position um, we haven't had a striker like that for a long long time um, Rondon was on loan and before that I think the last person who was decent enough in that position was Cissé um, yeah. so we haven't had a striker like that for a long time who can score goals so he, him for me has been an unbelievable sign especially in this current climate because he was only 20 million and for a decent striker it's really not it's a steal I mean now nah, look Joel Linton was 40 million do you know what I mean um so it's a steal in this sort of um respect and he's done some decent frees like Ryan Fraser on a free I thought yeah, that was a really fun. really decent yeah. business um I'm not Jeff Hendricks biggest fan but on a free you can't really complain he did a solid job for Burnley for a few years so yeah his signings have been relatively decent they're just not showing it in this sort of system right now that we're playing yeah and I don't know, who would you like I haven't got this question written down but if you if you had to if you could pick a manager to replace him who would you have though if I want to be realistic I think Eddie Howe um I think Eddie Howe will probably do a, a better job sort of coaching wise especially the fact that obviously he's had Wilson and Fraser there for a long time at Bournemouth yep. there's a part been a partnership there for a long time uh from in my opinion Fraser's not being utilized enough again he is he is injured at the moment again um, and not looking to be back till probably at the end of January February but we really need someone like him and especially when he's got that already you know solid partnership with Wilson there that's what we need um I just I want not to play defensive football when we have the people not you know the personnel not to play defensive football because again Steve Bruce is a defender you, you know you should be able to play defensive football if you're such a good defender surely you know what to do but I mean at one point I think I think Sam Johnson from West Brom has just overtaken it but for most of the season Carl Darlow has 
um, actually faced the most shots in the league up to now. If you're playing defensive football and your goalkeeper's still having to save the most shots in the league, it's not working. Like That's something that's got to be addressed. Lascelles, Sharp, players who have regressed massively under Steve Bruce, who were once you know, like vital in that defence for our team. Um, so, yeah, someone like Eddie Howe I'll be fine with. I know everyone will be like, oh, well, he got relegated to Bournemouth. But, yeah, for the job that he did beforehand for six years, um, with, you know, barely a lot of money to compete in the Premier League um, at a club like Bournemouth, it hasn't got a massive ground, it has, can't, you know, hasn't got a lot of fans in. I think he did a really, really good job. I mean, there was a video flying about Twitter yesterday of him showing his tactics. I think it, it was a game against Chelsea a few years ago. And we just need someone who can coach because right now I think Steve Agnew pretty much does most of um, Steve Bruce's, Bruce's, Steve Bruce's coaching um, you know, things. So, yeah, just a manager who wants to coach and can coach us through the game because Steve Bruce is just a passenger. If you ever watch a Newcastle game, he's just a passenger, so... Yeah, and I think when you look at your, your actual team on paper, it's actually really good. Like the times we've touched on, like another manager could could do wonders with that yeah. team. I mean, like there's so many good players. Like your defense is really good. You've got a good solid goalie. You've got a good striker and Wilson. You've got wingers like Maximum and Fraser, who good Premier League proven yeah. quality. And it's like yeah. Yeah, completely agree with that. I've got to ask as well. Obviously, X Reds in the side, Andy Carroll and John Joe Shelby. How have they been getting on recently? Andy Carroll hasn't got you know um, any minutes. If I'm honest, I think he was playing against um, Man City for like ten minutes. If it was that, um, in my opinion, games like that where you think you know you're going to win, you're expecting to lose, it wouldn't have um, upset me for him to play because I think him as a striker and the way that he is and he's so physical and you know he loves a little bit of an elbow and a header. I think like teams like Man City who aren't used to dealing with things like that. Um, it would have scared them a little bit, whereas we started with Joe Linton up front, which is just mental. Um, yeah, Andy Carroll just doesn't... I mean, look, everyone knows, you all know yourself, he injures himself up in a bag of crisps. Like, it's just not hard. He's just <laughs> he just injured. He's just injured constantly. Yeah. Um, he did, for the first time in his career, he completed a pre-season, um, a full pre-season this year. So, you know, I thought, oh, maybe this is his last year. You know, he'll have a decent side. No, hasn't had any barely any minutes. Um, and John Joe Shelby divides our fan base time and time again. He's just so inconsistent. I think that's what um, divides everyone because they want him to be the John Joe Shelby that everyone knows he probably can be. You know, he used to be one of the best passers in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and he's just he's just not consistent enough with it. And when we're in the system that we are, and we're playing so far back. It ends up leaving him to lump long balls forward, which. It's just never going to work when we sit so deep because Callum Wilson's just left isolated. So everyone's getting on at his back as well. And he's not, I, I just don't, he's a captain when Lascelles isn't there. And I just don't find him to be captain material. I don't think he's a, enough of a leader and like a voice on the pitch to do that. So I think it ends up, you know, just leaving a lot of like negative um, taste in our fans' mouths. But I don't mind Shelby on his day. I'll have him in midfield all day alongside, alongside Hayden. But yeah, he's just a bit inconsistent, is John Joe. Yeah, because I'm just looking now. Like, I can't believe he left Liverpool when he was 21, and even then, like he was a good player. And it, but it's what you're saying; it's just a, a, an echo of what we were all saying back then. Yeah. And you think now he's 28, he should have really kicked on, shouldn't he? And like started to start. Yeah, like, I mean, this is your prime, the prime time in your career, you know, like 26, 27, 28. And- like yeah. he's done not really much, but again, I must admit, he, Rafa wasn't his biggest fan at all. Um, yeah. and he, to be honest, he wasn't really in the starting 11 much when Rafa was there. He preferred like sort of a long staff. 
Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a it was hard for him to get on the side then. So I guess he hasn't really been able to show in these prime years. He hasn't really been able to show what he can do. But yeah, um, maybe oh, like, he'll do it for the season. <laughs> yeah, and maybe in like you said, like if you get like if you did get like a Eddie Howe, he might be better in that type yeah. of system with a with a, a more of a a manager who wants to get the ball on the deck. I think yeah, that's 100%. Over, doesn't he? Because um, he's done that a lot for us, like long balls, like he because tra- he came in like round when Steven Gerrard was kind of leaving. He was trying to kind of replicate what he was doing, like those long, like 60-yard passes yeah. in the feet, which only certain people can do in world football. Yeah. He's obviously, he can he can do it, but he, I think he tries it too often, doesn't he? But uh, yeah. let's, um, let's crack on, obviously, with this season. Let's just answer this question from Ross, actually, because it's quite a good question. Uh, do you think the game could be postponed with City players isolating? They've just played them, so it could be the interest of Newcastle to protect their players? Um, we did have, obviously, a game postponed at the beginning of the month. So that was against Aston Villa because there was a COVID yeah. outbreak at Newcastle. We were actually the first club to have an outbreak, if you want to put it like that. We had, I think, up to 14 players and staff at one point. Um I think it'll be okay with the way that they go yeah. on with testing at the moment because I know there are double testing and they're testing twice weekly. It's probably up to now with all these new cases and um, because there's been the most cases recorded today than there has been this whole you know year um, since I think November was 16, it's 18 now. So I think it'll be fine. I do understand obviously the concerns, but yeah, with all the rules and stuff in place now, I think it should be fine. Yeah, should be all good, hopefully, because you don't want to see... I mean, there's been talk of like having like a two-week layoff just to kind of let everyone have a yeah. recovery and then just come back, which might be might be a good idea because we might actually see, like, for a Liverpool point of view, Thiago coming back because that yeah. seems like we need him back ASAP, so that'll be good for that. But, yeah, we'll j- jump into, obviously, focusing on, on this season. I had a look at your, your form. You had a good win against the likes of Everton last month. That was a good win for you. Yeah. Um, are the performances, do you think, Warrington more points? Or, like you said, I mean, we've touched on it already, you're not happy with the way you're playing. You just need a bit more squad depth, don't you? Some 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 better players to make that squad stronger and more, and more rounded. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, beggars can't be choosers. We did, like, solidify a few positions. Um, but there's just there's a couple more signings we need. We need an extra striker. For some reason, he's not a fan of Dwight Gale. And I do understand the whole, you know, he's another one who divides opinions, but there's not really any harm in playing him now. We've only got Callum Wilson. And for some reason, he likes Joe Linton as a backup striker. And anyone who knows anything about football, like my mum does not watch football whatsoever. And even she would watch that and think, yeah, he's, he's not a striker. Um, <laughs> I'm not that she'd know the position, but she would be like, yeah, I don't yeah. think he plays there. Um so we needed, I think we needed another decent striker um, and we needed, you know, we got Jamal Lewis at left back, but I would have liked to see Willems come back on, even on loan just for the rest of the season. And then, you know, maybe it's an option to buy at the end um, because he has refused, refused a new deal with Frankfurt. So um, I would have liked to see that because he did a job and then obviously got mega injured. So, yeah. and that didn't go too well, but it just, a lot of the signings that we made, um, we needed extra in those areas and we needed other areas filling and you can't do everything and I must admit we can't do anything. We invested 100 million, you just can't do everything. Um, but right now, the results that we're getting are just so, so lucky. I mean, look, f- earlier in the season, we ended up getting a draw at Tottenham because of a, like one of those um, handball decisions when it, for the r- new rule first yeah. came in. So that was a point gain there, which we would probably have never got. I still can't believe we got three points at Evan. That was a shock. Um, obviously, we got a point at Wolves, which we probably weren't expecting. 
but it's teams in and around us that we mega mega struggle against obviously we've just played the three promoter sides like one game after the other so got absolutely pammed off Leeds 5-2 which was well deserved towards the end uh, it was 2-2 up until 75 minutes and then yeah. they just smashed on we just sat back as usual um drew with fulham beat west brom 2-1 which was again probably lucky for us so no i, I think to be honest we actually see bruce is like riding on luck a lot of the time because he's ending up getting results where you wouldn't have thought that you probably would. Um, but yeah. right, right now, you know, we're never expecting to beat Liverpool, we're never expecting to beat Man City, we're never expecting to beat Leicester. But these are probably games where something will happen because of this season is so unpredictable. Um, and we'll end up getting like a few points here and there which probably people wouldn't have expected. So I, th- I think in a way you can't, like you said, because Steve Bruce is quite a defensive manager, these type of games will suit him because yeah. he's going to he's going to come he's going to up against those City and Leicester, 10 men behind the ball, hope for, a, I don't know, a set piece or a, a counter-attack with Wilson's pace and that, and you might get something, you, pro- you might even get something tomorrow, you never know, because obviously going to come on to our <laughs> Liverpool's away form, we're looking at our away um away form we've, we've we've won 10 points out of a possible 21 this season which is mad the thing that we're still top of the league are you more yeah. hopeful of, of nicking a result because of our away form i know we beat palace like 7-0 which was surprised everyone even me and most liberal fans but are you, are you hopeful because of that that uh, patchy away form from us um no I, i'm not i'm not hopeful <laughs> whatsoever if anything it sounds a bit crazy but because of the form that they were on and obviously Man City aren't, you know, they aren't the Man City that we think that they have been the past couple of seasons yeah. and they were struggling a lot. Um, they were the ones, out of anything, out of the three fixtures that I find are going to be difficult, they were the ones who I thought maybe we could, you know, get a point from. Um, yeah. The rest I really don't think that we are, but the Liverpool fans that I spoke to apparently seem to think that it's not going to be as easy as I think it is um, for Liverpool. So I don't know. We Everyone seems to think that we're a lot of clubs, um, bogey team like Chelsea, for example, and Man City again, you know, oh, you're our bogey team. But this year we're not, we're no one's bogey team, to be honest. I don't think any single team is going to come and think, oh God, I don't want to play them. Especially like with players like St. Maximum and stuff out. So I just don't think um, anyone's going to be worried about playing us this season. I'm not offended if, you know, other fans say, yeah, we're not bothered about playing yous. Because I, I wouldn't be if, it, you know, if the shoe was on the other foot, I wouldn't be either. Yeah. And like you said, like having St. Maximum out, that's huge, isn't it? Because he is like the like creative, like, yeah. he needs like three players marking him. He's that good. He's Adama Traore, good. I, I think I put him in the same bracket yeah. as him. Like, he's like a, he's like a battering ram, isn't he, when he's on top form? So, yeah, he's a, it's good for good news for us, but not so, yeah. not so good for you. In terms of uh, from our side, then, who are you most worried about, play, like, facing? Any, what, any of the attacking players, because I know that I'm not worried about the defense because we're not going to attack too much. So, I'm not necessarily worried about that if that makes sense um but i'm worried about the likes of salah who will just absolutely just annihilate our defense especially if we're playing the likes of yedlin who in i don't mind yedlin as a player but like a forward player like i would see him as a wing back over like a defensive um right back so yeah just players like that um Obviously, I don't know who's going to play it tomorrow, Salah, Mane, whoever. It just it wouldn't bother me because I'm still scared of them all. <laughs> I'd be even scared yeah. of like Minamino, for example. I just would. I'm just not confident the way that we are at the moment. Like our defense is like a crisp in a lock. Like it's just not. It's not offering <laughs> anything at the moment. So 
yeah, 100% the attacking players. I'm just worried about anything like that. I mean, even Jordan Henderson, like someone who, you know, Newcastle fans want to have this weird rivalry with because he's like an um, ex macken But yeah. um, I think Jordan Henderson's so underrated as a midfielder. I really do think that. I don't think a lot of people rate him highly considering the job that he's done the past few years at Liverpool. So even him, because um, our midfield is a shambles. So um, yeah. the only hope that I have in our midfield is like Hayden. So um, yeah, anyone. <laughs> all anyone of, all of them then. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah, because like you said, like the, you've got a full-back to be fair. Like Yedlin's rapid, isn't he? And so is Lewis yeah. is pretty quick. So in terms of pace, they've got good recovery pace coming up against Mane and Salah. And Mane and Salah. But um like you said, if if you, your form's not there, then it's you're always gonna it's gonna always gonna be a worry. Yeah. Especially Bobby Firmino just came into form as well, so he's gonna be dropping exactly. Into exactly. Those holes it just, and... happen, just loves to happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was another question I've got for you. Then, if if you could take one of our players injured or not, who would you have? Any of them? Which one would you have? I don't, know. Um, I don't think. See, the thing is, I don't think a goal scorer is like massively important because we've got Wilson, and plus he wouldn't get the service even if we did have him. So, um, it would probably be someone like Trent Alexander-Arnold because we haven't had a decent right back in a long, long, long time. Um, it would definitely be like even. I mean, even Andy Robertson, I would take because we, as I said, left back's a bit of a um struggle position because we've got Paul Dummett and Jamal Lewis there at the moment. So, yeah, definitely one of the full backs. I think. Yeah, I think even a verge of Van Dijk would sort his out as well. Yeah. Obviously, he's injured now. He'll be back probably next season. But even him, he'd be. I think he could play any, anywhere on the pitch and be good. He's that. He's that good. Yeah. <laughs> what have What have you made then of uh, obviously our recent success as a Newcastle fan? Like, I've got like a soft spot for Newcastle. I always have. Like going to St James Park over the years. I love it up there. Have you? What have you made of it? Like, obviously, winning the Champions League, then winning the Premier League. Have you? Have you? Have you been impressed by the way we've like progressed? Yeah, 100%. I think it's been absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, teams go and win the league and they don't really do much the season after. Um, it's not very often, you know, that you get a double or anything like that. Um, so to win a Champions League and then win the league after you, it's just shown, you know, you're still on form, you're still improving, um, you're still at an elite level. And I could I could never, ever deny the job that Klopp has done for you at all I think he's you know a phenomenal phenomenal manager whether you're not or you like him as a person or you think he makes ridiculous comments like the wind made them lose at um you know you can't deny his managerial ability and Liverpool as well yes they've invested in their squad but you haven't spent the millions that you know for example like Chelsea have done um you've invested in decent quality signings who have ended up becoming brilliant like look Jota for example no one would have ever thought that he would have been such an unbelievable sign yes he was good we knew he was good at Wolves like no one was denying that but the fact that he came on form and he did so so well in the like you know the couple of game run that he had it's just it's really good investment and really good recruitment from your side of things and um, it's it's nice to see he's up there because for me personally like I'm 25 and I don't remember a time when you guys were up there as much as the likes of yes you were top four always yeah, yeah. but you know winning the leagues and things obviously I don't remember that because it's mostly been Man United my life same, my football same, life so um, <laughs> it's nice to see someone else competing for the title and yeah I still think it's yours again this year I'm not gonna I don't think that's a question but this league is so unpredictable this year so I know I can't <laughs> could be anything honestly. 
yeah, well, like getting beat seven two by Villa, and then yeah. the weekend drawing with West Brom, and now I think Leeds are beating them five nil, which is just like, why couldn't we yeah. go and do that? It just drives me insane. But yeah, it's just this year is just going to be a mad one, isn't it? Like literally anyone could win the league. I just hope that it's we manage yeah. to nick it. <laughs> I think for some reasons, I like Liverpool and Newcastle fans like have a sort of affinity because they're very like similar fans, like yeah, very passionate. Um, you know, traditionally working class. Um fans and obviously the Rafa link just sort of yeah. connected it a lot more so I think a lot okay. of Liverpool fans and Newcastle fans kind of relate to each other on um, support and their club level as well Yeah definitely yeah. love Rafa Benitez what a guy <laughs> but uh, in terms of then you've moved on a bit what's, what's your favourite ever memory of this fixture obviously I think people think of the 2-4-3 games in 96-97 which I, I was pretty young then even then I was like 7 and 8 uh, I think mine, I'll give you mine first. Mine's probably the 5-1 win in 2008 because I, I, went, I went to that one when Gerard was just like a man possessed. Yeah. What, what would you say yours was? See, mine is probably like, it's not even a win for us or it's not even a specific like time. But 10 years ago, exactly 10 years ago, I think it was on the 21st of December. Um, don't judge me for remembering the date, but Fernando Torres is my all, it's like, he's my favourite footballer ever. Not for ability, yeah. but just because, um, I came across him when I was nine and I was on holiday and he played for Athletic all the time. He was 20 and I fell in love with him and I've loved him ever since. And I've I followed Athletic Madrid with or without him um, and also followed his career. So I think 10 years ago today was the first time I ever saw him at an actual game. And I just <laughs> cried the whole game. So it's not even like a great memory because um, oh no, I, think we, I think we won that game. I feel like we won two one maybe um i could be wrong that could be completely wrong um but um can't remember now i can't remember i I might be getting mixed up but yeah that that for me it just cements it because i remember it so clearly remember the day so clearly i just go in there even though i don't remember the score um and it was my first season that i had a season ticket as well so like a full season ticket so um yeah that that would just be my favorite memory because most of the time we plays it's not great so yeah well um, yeah. <laughs> I was looking before like I think the last your last win was in December 2015 which is like five years ago like and a certain yeah. Gini Wijnaldum scored that day which says says a lot about like how long like and I don't want to I want I want to see Newcastle at the top I mean I've seen I think I've seen a Trent uh, article today something about like he thinks Newcastle are going to do do big things. Yeah, and then Andy like Robertson that. said something the same like said Steve Bruce was a good manager or something and I was like <laughs> Don't, don't. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know why they're doing that to you. Uh, oh, I think they're just doing it on purpose. They've let, they've linked up before. Yeah, three one Newcastle. There you go. So, yeah, I thought we won. Um, I thought it was two one, but yeah. Um, so that great memory for me. It was my first time seeing me absolute idol, love of my life, and we won. So <laughs> there you go. You can always rely on Jay, Statman Jay, Nolan. Oh, of course, Nolan Barton and uh, Carol. <laughs> you love the yeah. the ex play. Well, I suppose he wasn't ex play then, but ex play scoring against you, Wijnaldum, Carol. <laughs> oh no, and and obviously Nolan Barton, two scousers as well. So yeah. that was the, that was even that was even more difficult Worse. to see. Uh, yeah, so pretty much finishing up now. Let's should we have some. Uh, Score predictions tomorrow, then, please, Kendall. Oh, I'm dreading it to be honest. Um, I think three nil Liverpool. Three nil. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm going three one. I just, I feel like Callum Wilson is definitely going to score at some point. Well, yes, if he's on the pitch, maybe, but um, I think he possibly. I mean, they rested him against Man City. 
and they were going to arrest him again tomorrow. So yeah, whether or not that happens, because um, he had a knock apparently against City. I don't know if that's so true, but um, whether or not he's rested tomorrow. If he isn't, 3-1 I can probably say, but um, if he's rested, we've got no chance of scoring. <laughs> I love your optimism. I'm, I'm not I, like I'm saying three one, but I'm not. It's not like a a battering three one. It's like I feel like you might even score first. Honestly, that like our away form is just like so patchy. And I mean, we beat Palace seven yeah. 0 which surprised everyone. But like apart from that, it's been we just don't start very well away from home. We just it seems to take an age to get going, and I think that might play into Steve Bruce's hands because same happened against West Brom. We kind of the longer the game goes on, and we haven't got a two goal lead it's it opens it up to like obviously you've got some big fellas at the back who can score off a corner so that yeah that might play into your hands i think we'll see um maybe uh you're obviously clearly more optimistic than i am about <laughs> my own team but i just think um it's more it's less pessimistic and more realistic i think in my opinion because i've seen i've seen it so much this season so far and if we do score first that'll be right up your alley because then we'll just completely sit back and do nothing we'll have no attacking force whatsoever so yeah that'll be a great <laughs> great to watch well we might have to get you back on and if um whatever the result is and have a little yeah. chat about it again but yeah thanks again for coming on kendall i really appreciate it no, thank Showed you for having me load of insight there not not too much uh, opt- optimism but yeah like you said <laughs> I, I, I it's 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 refreshing to see some like you, you've been completely honest and you've got you've got a a view of where your club wants to go and it's and it's not going quite that like the way it is now but i hope it does obviously after tomorrow i hope um you get your wish and see bruce gets the sack and you get someone else in. i know how good of a new year would that be like, yeah <laughs> only if we get someone good though because i mean tony Pulis is out of a job now so. oh, true. That'd yeah, be even worse. not looking forward to that <laughs> yeah you'd be you'd go from a flat back 10 to 11 if possible yeah. you just have a yeah. 11 defenders on pitch so yeah I won't wish that on anyone. But yeah, thanks again, Kendall, for coming on. Please drop us a like, subscribe, and give us a comment. Any or all will be appreciated, and we'll see you again tomorrow for the Team News Reaction. See you in a bit. Sports Social Podcast Network.